Hello there and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here There Be. As a heads up, there's a few issues with the sound quality in this episode. Jack had some issues with his microphone and as for me and Eva, we record in a studio in the Wales Millennium Centre and sometimes we record during half term and sometimes during half term there's a lot of small children in the centre. I've done my best to get rid of all background noise However, you might be able to hear a few screaming toddlers at certain points. Don't worry, however, these issues will not carry into episode 5. So without further ado, please enjoy episode 4. Previously on Here There Be. Have you seen Mary around? Is he missing? The prince has gone missing. Wait, so Mary's a prince? You find yourselves having a dream. Sitting on a throne on the dais before you is a young woman, who you can only assume is the future Queen Jennifrey. The earth of every single grave is disrupted by the corpses digging their way out of them. Bring chaos. I'm going to disguise myself as Mary. Jasper puts out his hands and says, I order you to stop. There is no reaction. They pay you no mind at all. None of them are even looking at you. But Mary is. I grab Mary and throw him into the temple. You're quite a, you're quite a distance away. You're going to have to muscle him in there. Make a strength check. Okay. An athletics check, I should say. Athletics. Why? Not surprised, though, that Jack would go with this option. <laughs> Why are you doing this, Mary? Oh, that's a nine. That's not going to work. <laughs> Hold on. Wait one moment. Yeah, he rolled much higher. Mm-hmm. Okay. You grab him, but... He wrenches his arm away from you, and he says, That that was magic. You have magic. I change back to Jasper. So do you. Is this your tabaxi form? Yep. Okay. You could help me. You could help me. What's going on? Why why are you doing this? I... I... I promise, I'm going to make the kingdom a safe place for us to live. After today, we won't have to worry anymore. Is this really the best way? I mean, look at what you're doing. It's it's okay. They, no one's, no one's going to die. What are you talking about? Look, they're all. Don't you hear the screaming in the distance? They're just they're just scared. They're not. They're no. I, I have control over them. It's it's going to be okay. I heard you say chaos. Yes, chaos. I didn't say kill. So what part of this plan is actually 
going to make anything better. Just trust me. You are not leaving my sight, okay? But you'll help me? You're going to come with me, and you're going to call them off, okay? No. No. What, what do you... How are you going to make it a safe place? By sending all of them into the city? It's just a distraction. A distraction from what? Listen. You don't have a choice. You have to help me. Are you threatening me? Because I could do the same. Well, even if you stop me, you're coming down with me. Don't you see? Your prince can hear everything we're saying. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know why? Because I'm already on the run. Fine. Fine. I'll watch you burn on the pyre then. And he walks away from you. Um, yeah, okay. Jasper is going to run at Merry and try and knock him down. Um, I'm going to say this is, this is a grapple. Yeah. Try grapple him, athletics check. Okay. <laughs> Second time in a row, can't be any worse. <laughs> it can, that's a seven. <laughs> well, he rolled a 15. You try to tackle him from behind, but as you grab him, he spins you around and throws you off him. As he backs away, arms raised, you see two of these undead creatures behind him coming towards you. And again, he turns his back on you and he walks off, the undead still approaching. Uh, I'm not giving up with this. I run up behind him. Oh, what do I do? What do I... <laughs> uh... Use your spells. Not that no one's I, there. Uh, I mean, why not at this point? <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to run up behind him and I'm going to say, you're coming down with me, you stupid head. And uh, I'm going to use Vicious Mockery. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, um, what's the DC? Oh, 13. Yeah, no, that's not going to do it. Uh, okay, full damage. Roll damage, please. Roll damage? Oh! That's a free three points of psychic damage. Ooh, okay. He staggers to one side and clutches his head in pain and looks back at you. I can do much worse. Stop this now. I'm warning you. Uh, Jasper is going to use his feline agility to uh, get in front or like uh, get behind uh, Mary and is going to try and grapple him again. Okay. Once more, make an athletics check. That's a 23. Ooh, okay. He fails that one. This time, you have him grappled. However, those two undead are rapidly coming towards you. And they're going to make strikes upon you. Okay. <laughs> That's a seven to hit. 
and a tender hit. Yeah, neither of them hit. What is your armor class without armor? Because you're not wearing armor right now. Uh, it's 14. Okay, fine. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> okay. Despite grappling Mary in this moment, you, you are able to dodge both of their blows. Hold them up. I swear I will do so much worse to you. Mary starts muttering something under his breath and moving his hands in patterns. Jasper, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. With advantage. Yes. Woo! With advantage. Okay. Okay. Sixteen. You succeed, but barely. You shrug off the effects of the spell, and Mary growls in frustration. Uh, I am going to cover Mary's mouth and start moving him backwards. Okay. The undead are going to attack again. This time, they have uh, 20 total and 15. Okay, yeah. Oh, they rolled maximum damage. That's uh, 14 bludgeoning damage total. Okay. You can do this! They attack with no grace or elegance. They merely slam themselves into your body. Mary is going to attempt Uh. to break the grapple. That's a 14. I need you to make an athletics check again. 16. You still have a tight grip on him. Not not letting him go. Okay. Yeah. I say again. Call them off. I swear you will never walk again. He starts casting another spell. I need you to make another wisdom saving throw. That's a 13. That does not do it. Mm. You feel your muscles freeze up and lock in place. You cannot move. He wrenches himself out of your arms and takes off running. The undead turn and follow him. You're frozen for roughly 30 seconds before you find you can break the spell's hold on you. By this point, you are alone in the graveyard. Okay, I'm going to start running back home to Werther. Meredith, you're heading back to the temple in the evening dusk, when you hear the screams. A few people start running past you. One looks at you, terror on their face, and tells you to run. What's happening? Another runs past and screams something vaguely incoherent about something dead. Ooh. Meredith uh, walks into the direction everyone's running, hoping it's their dog. (laughs) You only have to walk for a minute or two before you see it. It's a skeleton. Oh, onions. Is that really the best reaction in this situation? (laughs) It hasn't seen you yet. It's slowly making its way down a street adjacent to yours. As you watch it, you see a few zombies, you guess you'd call them, filter past. Can I find something to hide behind, like a barrel or something, or boxes? I don't know. Sure. Great. There's a cart out in the street you can uh, crouch behind. Brilliant. Make a stealth check. Okay. 
Oh. Well, that's a three minus three. <sighs> I'm sorry, you have a what? A minus three? That's what it says. Oh. Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, that's bad. Oh, God. It's like I literally just walk over and just stand behind it. <laughs> it's like little kids. They think if they, can't, if they think if they can't see you, you can't see them. Exactly. Meredith's just standing behind a lamppost. You make your way over to the cart. But as you get to it, you trip on one of the cobblestones and smash your head into the side of it creating a fairly loud noise which attracts the attention of the undead. They look towards you and start lumbering in your direction. Oh, onions. Meredith! Hmm? Meredith! Hmm? You look, and in the house beside you, you can see a face poking through the window. It's Wilden. Hello! Get inside! Okay! <laughs> You hurry inside the house, and he slams the door behind you. Quick, quick, help me, help me! And he starts trying to drag a dresser in front of it. Meredith helps out. Once it's positioned in front of the door, you start to hear things slamming on the other side of it. The undead have reached you. Wilden steps back, breathing heavily. We, we were out for a walk. I... What's what is this? <laughs> Meredith shakes their ha uh, head and shrugs in a I don't know what's going on look on their face. At this point, you see poking out from the doorway to the room Wilden was hiding in earlier. You see Tilly. Meredith waves. She just stares at you with big eyes. Um, when when did this happen? I a few minutes ago. A few minutes ago. I don't. We were just out for a walk, and I, I don't know. Hmm. Can you help us get back to the temple? Uh, yeah, of course, of course I can. Reddit, kind of calculating this process, how it's going to happen. Maybe if we wait, if we wait for them to go away, and then we try and sneak out and. We're only a couple streets away. We 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 should be able to get there. Uh, Meredith nods. And so you wait. After a few minutes, maybe ten, the undead outside the door seem to lose interest and move on. Maybe they've caught sight of something else. Let's go. You move the dresser away from the door and creep out into the street. I need you to make a stealth check. Woo! With that big old minus three. Fifteen. Wilden rolled an eighteen. He's doing pretty good. I've got a staff. Wilden carries Tilly, which isn't too hard, considering she is only a foot and a half tall. She is a gnome, and she's also four years old, so she's absolutely tiny. You hurry through the streets, strategically jumping into alleyways and doorways as you see undead. Is it just skeletons and zombies? No animals or anything? You do not see any animals, no. Okay. Forget about the dog for a second. No. There's, there's <laughs> chaos in the streets. You make your way very slowly to the Temple of Freya. And as you approach the graveyard, for the first time in your life, you find a silent graveyard. 
Every single grave is empty. You do not hear any whispers of bone at all. Meredith stops for a moment, pauses, and then slowly walks over to the graves in silence. Like they're just like walking completely like, I don't know, zoned out, I guess. That's probably how it looks like. So they're just walking towards, you know, the distance, the graveyard in this case. Wilden hurries straight over to the temple doors. Meredith! They're locked! Um, Meredith kneels down, touching the ground, in kind of feeling a bit of sadness. Meredith! Uh, Meredith grabs some some soil in their hands (laughs) and, like, puts them up in front of them, shaking. Wilden starts banging loudly on the temple doors. Melmere! Yeah, Meredith's just looking up at this this soil in their hands, like, why? What? I don't know, they're, like, so in the zone. (laughs) (laughs) At that point, you hear the temple doors open. And you hear Wilden shouting to you, Meredith! Meredith, come inside! Meredith holds a hand up as if, like, like, pause, and then as if go without me. You hear silence for a few moments. Then you feel a hand on your shoulder. You look up to see Melmere. Meredith, come inside. But the dead... We can't do anything, Meredith. They're gone. I know. But they're not gone because they're walking in town. Meredith points in the direction of town. We need to save them. I think we need to take care of ourselves first. No. We need to save them. All right. These people should be dead. They shouldn't be running around. They can't rest in peace. You do what you can. Get yourself somewhere safe. I will go find them. I will find the source. Good luck to you. Freya be with you. There's a moment of like, Freya. It's like, yes, yes. (laughs) And uh, Meredith nods. Melmere leaves and re-enters the temple. Meredith looks at the sky as if, like, as if Freya's somewhere there. The sky is quite dark by this point. That deep, deep blue that comes before complete blackness. Jasper, as you run to your home, you pass by that body of the old woman that was in the street earlier. There's a couple of people who are trying to drag her to safety. Uh, Jasper is going to redisguise himself and uh, help drag the woman to safety. You help drag her into a nearby house where she's laid out on the floor. One of the people who was helping you comments, We need to take her to the hospital wing in the Temple of Pelor. Uh, yeah, uh, don't worry, I'm a doctor, I pipe up. And I am going to um, 
use this brief moment to see uh, what Mary did to uh, this woman. Make a medicine check. Uh, that's 11. You can't seem to find anything wrong with her. She's unconscious for sure, but she there's there's nothing there's no physical marks on her body. She seems just unconscious. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Okay. I know what we need to do. We need to take her to the hospital in the Temple of Pelor. And as I'm saying this, I'm going to uh very stealthily see if there's anything on her. You're going to loot her? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't call it looting. I call it gathering evidence. Okay, okay. It's Mary. That would be an investigation check. Can it be a check that I'm actually good at? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Sure. <laughs> That's a seven. <laughs> oh, no. You don't find anything on her. No. Okay. The other person in the room pipes up. We can't we can't take her to the hospital wing. The streets are full of undead. We have to stay here until things are safe. Well, I mean, I, I could take her. I'm quite agile, you know. I can slip through the streets. By yourself? This is what... I, I do this for a living, okay? You do what for a living? As I've explained before, I'm a doctor. I'm a very good doctor. <laughs> they look very confused. You know, fast, quick service. I uh, I can zip this uh, unfortunate, unconscious person to the hospital wing. Well, if you insist. On your head, be it? Oh, oh, I definitely do. And I lift her up and... I'm going to run back towards us. What's your strength? Dragging her down the street. Uh, plus one strength. So 13. Okay, okay. You're okay, yeah. It'll... You're going... The going is kind of slow, but you can lift her at least. Cool. <laughs> so, how are you making your way back to Werther's? Are you going by stealth or by speed? Uh, stealth. Then roll stealth. With disadvantage, because you're carrying an extra person. Uh, that's 12. You're very lucky. Wait, is that it? I'm very lucky. Uh, you, you, are, you are lucky, because they do have a rather low passive perception. Oh, okay. You manage to make your way back to Werther's, avoiding all undead in your path. You take side streets, you duck behind things and suddenly find yourself at Werther's front door. Okay. I'm going to uh, really, uh, enter and just lay her on the floor, and I'm going to make sure the door's closed and move a, a few bits of furniture in front of it. I'm going to find Werther. It's not hard to find her. She's always downstairs. Uh, do you not hear that? I do. What's going on? Oh, uh, the dead have risen, and they are now causing chaos in the streets. They're not attacking anyone, they're just making very scary noises. Uh, oh. 
It's fine. It's fine. How did this come about? It's a it's a long story, but uh, I know who did it. Who? Uh, this guy called Mary. I mean, I can't say I've ever heard of him. No, no. Uh, but listen, I I've also got uh something else. Uh, there was this unconscious uh woman upstairs, just dying in our front room. Uh, you brought someone here. Yeah, they. I mean, they haven't been bitten or anything, you know. They're not. They're not infected, but. I was wondering whether we could help her in some way. Werther is shaking a little. I'll see what I could do. Don't worry, Werther. I'll, uh, I'll make sure nothing happens. She stands at the foot of the stairs and looks up, hesitating for a long moment before she starts walking up. I grab a knife from the... Uh, workshop and follow her up. She finds the body of the woman and crouches down next to her. I I can't find anything wrong with her. What happened was was she attacked by the undead? No, no. Um I uh I know this guy called Mary and I saw him sort of bending over her before he took off to the graveyard and made the undead come alive. Did you see what he did? No, no, but there were there were a lot of mushrooms, but I've been hallucinating a lot of plants recently, so I, I, I imagine that was just my imagination. Mushrooms? Yeah, they were these weird mushrooms just growing around her. And you've been seeing these plants a lot? Well, that was the first time I saw mushrooms, but I did see that, uh, poisonous plant uh chickweed i think it's called mm. well i'm not entirely sure what i can do for this woman i think she'd be better off with a proper doctor yeah yeah of course but can we just keep her here until everything dies down outside all all right yes i'll stand guard work I won't let anyone come in. I trust you. Hello, it's Eva from Here There Be, and thank you for listening. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Here There Be Cast. If you enjoy our show, you can leave a review on iTunes or Podchaser. Writing reviews is a fantastic way to support our show and helps get the word out. Our next episode is on the 23rd of March. But if you can't wait until then, you can always try this podcast in the meantime. In other news, it appears that Marsh Haven is on the up as those good eggs over at Mondo Corps have done it again by announcing an Hello. 150 new jobs once they open the doors to the Phoenix Plaza. Various boutiques and offices, the plaza boasts a new exhibition space, famous Pete Mummy, and a much-needed cash injection into local secondary school, Anna Kingsford College. Hello. Look, if you can hear this, then maybe all is not lost. Marsh Haven is not the place that you think it is. It has secrets, 
And there doesn't seem to be a sane adult in a hundred miles of the place who wants to know. Look, just spread the word. The kids are doing the best they can, but the country needs to know. The world needs to know that... Brits on Bikes is an actual play podcast powered by the Kids on Bikes RPG. Listen on your preferred podcatcher and follow us on Twitter at Brits underscore bikes. Keep on biking. Meredith stands up um, and kind of like dig, digs their stuff into, into the ground, breathes in and out, then pulls the stuff out of the ground, turns around and heads over to the city. Any particular part of the city? I mean, the Temple of Freya is right bang in the center of it. Oh. Um. They, the, the undead kind of seem to be in all directions, so take your pick. Just anywhere. Where would uh, Gethin be? You're not entirely sure. You know that he lives in the outer bailey of the castle. Are there people in the streets? Uh, not in the, the immediate vicinity. Everyone seems to have evacuated. But... I can see undead. No, not at the moment, actually. They seem to have um, moved further out into the city. You can still hear faint screaming, but it's not exactly near you. Uh, Can I head over to the castle? You can indeed. As you head in the direction of the castle, a glint of metal catches your eye. You see a group of knights running down the street towards you all of them fully clad in plate armour, each one carrying their own weapon. Um, I've got a question. Mm -hmm. Um, do I know anything about undead that, I don't know, like, eh, what, what can kill them, or like swords if they have effects and stuff like that, general knowledge? You honestly don't. No. There is such little knowledge about magic in this kingdom that you only know what you've discovered in the past few days. Right, so off we go looking for this necromancer. Oh, is, is Gethin there? Yes, he is. You see, as the knights come running towards you, uh, Gethin peels away from the pack a little and heads in your direction. Mare! Have you seen Mary? No, I haven't. He went missing... Hours ago. We don't know where he is. Yeah. Oh, because I was, I, was, I was in the castle, so I know this. From what Meredith knows from the previous encounter, this strikes a light bulb moment. We need to find him. Immediately. We do. This city is under attack. I've noticed, I've noticed, Mayor. Listen, you need to get yourself somewhere safe. Head to the castle. They'll keep you safe in there. Where do you think Mary would be? I don't know. I don't know. We just ran off. Right. I'm going to the castle. All right, all right. Get yourselves... Stay safe. I'll be fine. And he runs off to catch up with the rest of the knights. Right, I'm off to the castle. Like straight... Like marching to the castle. As you head towards the castle, 
not for the first time this day, you see flowers. And Jasper, there in Werther's home, holding a knife, you also see them. They're pink, and the ends of the petals are frilled. Again, the name of this flower comes to you immediately. Dianthus. They cluster around your feet. Then Meredith, for you, they rapidly form a path leading back down the street, growing at a speed you haven't seen before. Jasper, a similar thing happens for you, except the flowers stretch out towards the door, go underneath it, and continue into the street. What do you both do? <sighs> right, I uh, turn around and run. Jasper? I... I slowly move the furniture and open it up. Jasper, what are you doing? It's okay. I'm just going to guard from outside. And I shut the door. Do I see a path? You do. It's growing at an incredible rate, streaking away down the street away from you. I make sure the door is locked, and then I start running. Following the Dianthus, you really do have to run to keep up with it. It leads you to what seems like a battle. Knights and undead trade blows. There are already a few bodies on the ground. Luckily, none of them belong to the living. The knights have the upper hand in terms of armor and weapons, but there's less than a dozen of them here, and there are far more undead. Jasper, you arrive there first, but Meredith, you approach soon after. A figure in the middle of this battle catches your eye. Meredith, you already know her as Princess Jennifrey. Jasper, you recognize her as a younger version of that woman you saw in that dream. She has a sword in her hand and a shield on her arm. She bodily slams into a skeleton, smashing its arm to pieces with her shield. She follows up by slamming the hilt of her blade into its skull. It falls, bones scattering across the cobblestones, and she turns to the next creature. The Dianthus keeps spreading. Both paths stretch into the center of this battle and converge beneath Jennifrey. You see it start to snake its way up her legs, stopping it around her knees. Then suddenly, her eyes roll up into her head and she collapses. You hear someone yell her name, maybe Gethin. Then the ground around her is lit up with a ring of sparks circling her prone body. The Dianthus immediately catches fire and shrivels back. The sparks spin around her before erupting upwards into flames. They don't touch her, but she is completely encircled by them. The ring of flame starts growing in height and diameter, forcing those near it to back away. You see a figure with their face hidden walk towards the fire. Jasper, you're sure this is Mary. The flames part to let him in, then the circle reconnects to prevent anyone else from entering. What are you doing? How warm are these flames? You are not anywhere near them. Okay. So you can't tell from this distance. Right, well, I'm going to get closer. Okay. You've got to make your way through the actual fight to do this. Jasper is running towards the flames. Okay. Doesn't he have to roll, like, stealth to, like, dodge or dodge or something? I'm not, I'm not stealthing. <laughs> no, I meant, like, dodging. 
depends how he's getting in there. Are you going for a more agile kind of thing or are you trying to muscle your way in? Uh, more agile. Okay, then you can roll... Yeah, roll acrobatics. Meredith, what's your approach? Uh, using my staff to get people out of my way. Okay, we're going to go muscle with that then. Roll athletics. 13. 11. With those rolls... Meredith, you manage to fight your way through the crowd fairly easily. You take a bit of a, um, a battering. You might have a few bruises the next day as you bounce off different people, but you make your way to the flames. Jasper, you're close on their heels. You're, you've been having a little more trouble trying to get through. You got, you got stuck behind a knight at some point, someone who's trying to actually force you back out of the fight and tell you to get somewhere safe. But you both have made it to the Ring of Fire. What are you doing? Is it warm? Yeah, it's very warm. Oh. It's really warm. It's super warm. Do I see Meredith? Yes, you do. Meredith. Hmm? Yeah? I take off my mask. Is this the tabaxi we're looking at? It is the tabaxi. Ooh. I know who did this. Who? Mary. I and he's knew in it. there right now. I knew it. Well, I didn't know it, but I thought I knew it, so... I calculated it all in my head. I, I I get what you mean. Don't worry. We need to get in there. We do. It's hot. It's very hot. Mm. Okay. Okay, I'm going to jump for it. You, you sure that's a good idea? You got any other plans? No. Okay, we, we, we both jump in? Yeah, we both jump. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it's the fire. Don't worry. You both take 26 points of damage <laughs> as you jump through the wall of fire. Jasper jumps and lands face first. <laughs> Knocked out. You've got five hit points left, yeah? I do, yeah. That's okay. Don't say that's okay. It's not. It's okay, I've got this. <laughs> you both leap through the wall of fire. Jasper immediately falling prone on the ground, covered in burns. Before you, you see Jennifer and another figure who... Y you don't know who this is exactly, Meredith, but at this point you have your suspicions. Jennifer is still unconscious. The figure stands over her, very clearly casting a spell. Okay, I'm gonna take action. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my staff to attack. Okay, make an attack. Brilliant. 14. That does hit. You crack him over the side of the head with your staff. Roll damage. Five. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a concentration check to see if you can keep concentrating on the spell he's casting. Yep. The figure collapses. For a moment, you think it was your blow that did it, but perhaps not. Jennifer appears to wake up. She starts to sit up, looking a little confused. She sees the figure on the ground opposite her and hurries towards it. Meredith, what are you doing? Jasper is still unconscious, and Jasper, I need you to make a death saving throw at this point. Yep. That's enough for one. Mm, that's one failure. 
Well, can't I just do spare, uh, spare the dying? Are you going to do that? Yeah. Okay. Are you trying to do it stealthily? No. Okay. You lay your hands over Jasper, though you don't know that it's him. And you cast a spell, a soft glow emanates from your hands. And he is stabilized. The flames drop suddenly. And you're suddenly made aware of the battle happening around you. You hear someone yell Jennifer's name again, but she pays them no mind. She pulls the arm of who you assume is Mary over her shoulder and starts helping him to his feet. He seems to be conscious by this point, if a little woozy. And she starts helping him away out of the battle, ignoring you. Where are you going? She does not answer. Uh, I look at the tabaxi. Who is still unconscious. Trying to wake them up. Okay. You're going to give him like a little slap or something? Yeah. Roll to slap now. Don't worry. <laughs> Natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> unconscious again. <laughs> you you pat his face a bit. And after a few moments, he, he wakes up. Follow me. Now, I grab his hand. Try to start pulling him towards the the princess. What uh? What 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 happened? Follow me, now. But what? What about Mary? What? We're following Mary. Oh, okay. You both managed to fight your way back out of the fight, following Jennifer and Mary. They enter a small side street. Jennifer helps Mary down to the ground and leans him up against the wall. At this point. You both appear in the entrance to the street and she looks up at you. Go fetch help. We are help. I doubt that. Go fetch help. I'm a, I'm a doctor. Says Jasper's still a bit woozy from... Meredith looks over like, no you're not. And like with the facial expression like, no you're not. Like I am. <laughs> Jennifer looks at you, Jasper. Then shouts, Gethin! Are you two doing anything? I walk over. Stay back. Is that Mary? Stay back. What do you need right now? I need you to leave. He's the one that's caused this. Be quiet. I turn around to the tabaxi and be like, be quiet. At this point, you hear the clanging of armour as a knight runs up to you. You turn to see it is Gethin. Jennifer points at the two of you and says... It's these two. They were the ones who raised the dead. What? No, that that's not true. It was Mary. And I'm pointing to the figure. What? Mary wouldn't do this. I saw him. He was in the graveyard. He he brought them up. Mayor, what's he talking about? Mayor. I'm looking at the princess. And is there anything on her face like she knows what she's talking about? Roll insight. 16. There's something in the nervous look on her face, the desperate look on her face. There's something in the way she didn't want the two of you to come nearer. There's something not right about this, whatever it is. Geffen, would, would me or Meredith do anything like this? You know us. I've never met you in my life. Of course you have. I... And that's when I look down at my hands. Oh no. Oh no. M Meredith. Um, Meredith kind of put two things together and assuming what Jasper did, 
and starts like breathe, breathing a bit like like kind of <laughs> like that. Mare, you're you're not a magic user. Tell me you're not. No, I'm just looking for my dog. And because of all the undead, I came to, well, see what's going on. And I'm just, I just want my dog back. Meredith's just crying now. Jasper is taking Meredith's hand and is slowly backing towards Mary. Jennifer speaks up. Gethin, their magic users. Kill them. Oh, I can't. Uh, Meredith puts her hand up. I don't think killing us would be a good idea because of all this undead, which would mean if we die, then we would be brought back to life and then there'll just be more undead. So I don't think killing people right now is a good idea. Meredith. Why are you trying to escalate the situation? I'm not. I'm being logical. I've got experience with grave digging, and I know what it's like. So this is a regular occurrence for you? No, I'm just saying it's not normal for people to rise from the dead. At this point, Mary speaks. He pulls the scarf away from his face and the hood back. And he says, they, they didn't, they didn't, it wasn't them. They didn't do it. I think, I think, I think I did. <laughs>